Good afternoon. It's May 18, 2022, and this is To My Liberal Friends. I have to say that Biden economics seems to need a new teleprompter. For those who have been following the news, you're probably aware that Jeff Bezos, one of the richest men in the world, and the owner of Amazon and the Washington Post, has been in a war of words with President Biden. To bring you up to date, President Biden, in an attempt to show that his administration was addressing inflation, tweeted, quote, you want to bring down inflation? Let's make sure the wealthiest corporations pay their fair share, end quote. Well, that caught Jeff Bezos' attention, and he responded with his own tweet. Raising corporate taxes is fine to discuss, Bezos wrote. Taming inflation is critical to discuss. Mushing them together is just misdirection, end quote. Of course, the White House disagreed with him and made that clear. They pointed out that their Build Back Better bill, the key part of the Biden agenda, invests in long-term economic capacity and will enhance the ability of more Americans to participate in productivity in the economy. It will ease longer-term inflationary pressure, end quote. And the corresponding part of that was you have to raise taxes on someone to pay for this, and the corporations are one of the punching bags that Biden likes to blame for the nation's problems. But Bezos is not somebody that backs down fairly easy. In a new message, he suggested Build Back Better would have only contributed to inflationary pressure. In a tweet, quote, in fact, the administration tried hard to inject even more stimulus into an already overheated inflationary economy, and only Manchin saved them from themselves, end quote. Inflation is a regressive tax that hurts the, most, the least affluent. Misdirection doesn't help the country, end quote. So Bezos went right back at him. Now it's the administration's turn in this tennis game, and on Monday, Deputy Press Secretary Andrew Bates Bates offered what amounted to a White House counterpunch. Quote, it doesn't require a large leap, he said, to figure out why one of the wealthiest individuals on earth opposes an economic agenda for the middle class. It's also unsurprising that this tweet comes after the president met with labor organizers, organizers including Amazon employees, end quote. That's in reference to the Amazon employees up in New York voting to have a union at one of Bezos' facilities. So now it was Bezos' turn to return serve and he got a little more personal. Look, a squirrel, he wrote in a tweet. About that's about Bates' statement. They understandably want to muddy the topic. They know inflation hurts the neediest the most. End quote. This back and forth must be driving the employees at the Washington Post over the edge. They've been one of the biggest defenders of Biden and spent the previous four years ravaging the Trump administration. With Democrats teetering on the edge of losing control of the House and Senate, and Biden's poll numbers circling the drain, they were totally confused to why their owner is piling on Biden. Perhaps Bezos should take a page out of the Netflix playbook and tell some of them if they disagree with his, quote, content, that perhaps this is not the place for them to work. Wouldn't that be something? But we should look at the same basic factors in any business. The owners of the business or stockholders expect a certain return on their investment. It is for that reason that they base the price of their goods or services on that return. If the cost of their supplies to manufacture their goods increases, then you'll see a corresponding increase in their prices. Similarly, if you increase their overhead in other ways, like increasing their taxes, they'll simply pass those increases on to their customers. This is the part of the equation that Biden seems unable to understand. He just wants to blame everybody but himself. His administration doesn't seem to get it. The cost of increasing goods and services and the resulting inflation is what's driving prices upward. He ignores some of the most basic economic facts. His administration pumped the economy full of extra dollars, which cheapens the value of the money in circulation, 
with the massive stimulus bills he and his Democratic cohorts in Congress have passed. When the value of money goes down, it takes more of that money to purchase the goods and services you want and need. And then his administration began issuing a raft of new regulations on business, all of which drive up their costs, and somehow he expects this to work out with, with no corresponding price increases. And guess what? They've got another bunch of bills they'd like to pass, which will pump more money into the economy. Lastly, he flounders around blaming the oil companies for the high cost of gasoline and diesel fuel. Once again, ignoring that right from the start, during his campaign, he said he was going to wage war against the fossil fuel industry. He canceled the Keystone Pipeline and prohibited new, new drilling on federal lands. Just about every product in the supply chain relies on some form of transportation to get their product from the manufacturer to the marketplace. If the cost of that delivery skyrockets, then you can bet that the cost to buy the product is going up as well. This is all basic economics, and Biden, instead of addressing the real problems, engages in a continuing round of blaming various industries for the price increases while ignoring that his actions and his administrations have been one of the root causes. This is the part that, that Biden and his minions are either not understanding or just ignoring. Inflation is hurting everyone, and as Bezos pointed out so clearly, inflation impacts lower-income people the most. So I give Bezos a B-plus in economics because he gets the general concepts about how the economy truly works. But I have to give Biden a D-minus, and that's being kind, because he has no clue and only seems to repeat what someone tells him to say on the teleprompter. So one bonus point today. You all remember when the White House came up with a sterling idea of creating a, quote, disinformation governance board it was, and, and it's going to be located within the Department of Homeland Security. Nina Jankowicz was going to be its director. But after getting pushback from both Republicans and Democrats on this, quote, truth board, coupled with the fact that Ms. Jankowicz has been shown to have engaged in her own disinformation with false claims and tweets over the year, the administration is reportedly suspending the board and Ms. Jankowicz will be resigning. And remember, Bezos recommended this, quote, board take a look at Biden's statements on the economy based on the fact that they were, in fact, disinformation. Finally, the administration is getting something right, getting rid of that board. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening.